5-0-50 with the Glass Chain MMA podcast. Another morning one coming at you, and that's not stopping Noah from indulging in some whiskey coming off his work, yep. his shift. Yep, it was a long night. The Got into a fight. Got into a fight at work. <laughs> The energies are a little bit different in this uh, call right now as I look at Noah with some whiskey and I look at Cole who looks like he wants to go back to bed. So bad. <laughs> Woo! Let's go, boys. Come on. Live it up. We got some uh, – we, we can talk about our viewing experience on Saturday as we got to watch some fights live and in Dude, person. Dude, that, that was fun. Um, we obviously have UFC 298 to talk about. Um, and the ramifications that come with that. And then we will talk about UFC Mexico City this Saturday, um, which has some fun fights as well. But, yeah. Dude, yeah, that, that card is actually kind of stacked. It is. And uh, fun fact about that card, they're in high elevation down in Mexico City, and the UFC kind of learned the, the largest weight class that has a fight this weekend is lightweight 155 they're not putting the big boys in the mountains so that's that's good. <laughs> that's honestly a smart business model and i'm fully with it <laughs> so it's going to be entertaining um but yeah so let's get into let's talk about our saturday um with watching the ignite fights that's what it, yeah that's what it is right the ignite uh, yeah, I think so. Ignite um, at Canterbury Park. We got to watch a hell of a lot of Muay Thai to start that we didn't even know was part of the show. And then right. we got to watch a lot of MMA. with, And we got to support our friend of the podcast, Angel Pacheco, UFC fighter, was co- was their coaching. Um, His Joey. Three, three with three yeah. finishes. Yeah. They crushed it. Three, they went off. Three finishes from start jiu-jitsu out of St. Cloud. Dude, they got something rolling there. Those kids look fucking nice. I can't even lie. Mm-hmm. They look poised in there. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. It was my it was my first time watching fights in person. So, uh, cool. like, what did you guys notice? What was what was what surprised you about watching in person? Um, there was there was actually there was a very big. There was a big talent gap there. There was people from every oh, yeah. end of kind of the mixed martial art community. Yeah, there. I think other than that, you could have uh, stuck us in there and fill in some. <laughs> if they needed a spot filled I'm, in, we could have been that guy. I'm confident some of those boys <laughs> guys. If we if we like trained for a couple couple months, we could be we could be there with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, that, even that first kid with like a highlight reel knockout like yeah. i don't think he this, this kid <laughs> went in there and just ran at this man and threw nothing and, but hooks yeah. but least hooks uh, yeah it was <laughs> awful but he actually like yeah you put like, these stiff in them he slapped <laughs> them yeah uh i don't know man i think the the muay thai was kind of rough i think some of those guys were just out there to have fun <laughs> Uh, there was this dude that that fight between what we thought were the big guys and they ended up both being like 170 pounders. Oh yeah, they were tiny. Okay, that is something that is crazy. People look massive when they're fighting in the octagon. Yeah, like, they do. I remember at one point it was like the 155ers or whatever, and Josh is like, "That's the same size as Islam," and it's just like, 
That kid is tiny. Like, what? My God, that that fight between those the two first kid guys that were terrible, but like, yeah. I walked by both of them afterwards, and that must have been at like I think it was like one sixty seven because they had thought like that. They were tiny. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, Holy shit. and they look and like the one dude looked like a monster yeah. when he was yeah. fighting. Mm-hmm. It's a. I yeah, think, especially those 160 pounders. Like I thought they're heavyweights at least. Yeah. Also, they were, they were like four inches taller than them. Like, and it is crazy. Like making that comparison to Islam, we all look at Islam and we're like, he's huge. He's a huge 155 yeah, he's, or ginormous. And then it's like, no, if we were standing next to him, he'd seem small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just crazy. I think what surprised me was the sounds, like the sound of the kicks. Like oh my, yeah, cring- yeah, just the whack. cringing at those the leg kicks and the body kicks in person. Oh my god, mm-hmm. um, that surprised me a lot. But dude, what was also funny is like the MMA event. There was like I don't think there was really a method to the madness until like the last couple fights, because you would go from watching someone like to a pretty a relatively like high level fight to just two dust buckets going in there. Yeah. <laughs> There were some pe- there were some good fighters, I thought. I think I mean there's obviously no way to know like how far they're going to make it, but I I wouldn't be surprised if there was one or two of them that make it to the, the big leagues and maybe the maybe not the UFC but could get into PFL and those. Yeah. I think there's a few that could get in there. Um Yeah, man. That that Joey Hart fight was wild. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dude. so Joey Hart. That was kind Joey. of uh, about to the emotions. Yeah, was, my heart like couldn't stand it at that point. I was like, so Joey Hart is our friend, our uh, friend Angels. Uh, he was coaching him in his corner, and mm-hmm. we got to watch Joey warm up in the back. And we know he's a very talented fighter. That shit was cool. And uh, like watching yeah. the hit pads. Yeah. Uh, so we got to watch him warm up and we've been hearing how great Joey was and I mean I know I've watched a few clips of him too I th- I, I know he's good uh, but yeah. that we were that was like the only fight us three were all very invested in like we yeah. had a we had a horse in the race that we were cheering for it's it's intense and this fight the fight was a roller coaster because like Joey knocked him down right away and then Joey got knocked down in the first round and then in the second round he got knocked down again and the whole time Dude. we're like, just hold on, just hold, like we were freaking out. Um, we had a friend that came with us too, not a part of the podcast, and screaming like the whole fight. Dude, that, that was so intense. And then Joey came back. Yeah, Joey came back and finished him towards the end of the second round and put him out, well, and it was yeah. fucking electric, bro. You know, Josh, we said like those are the fights you want to make. They, 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 they know they're not. <laughs> they are because like because after after Joey knocked him down the first time. The reason Joey got like almost knocked out is because he wobbled him again, and then went in for the yeah. kill. And the dude just ducked his head and yeah. threw an overhead right yeah. and just hit him on the chin. Yeah. Because <laughs> Joey like walked in there like he was gonna get a quick finish, yeah. and then boom, got dropped. Uh, and then I feel like he took it like honestly like like he got saved by the bell Loki because I feel like he was rocked the yeah. rest of that first round. Oh, I think he was for sure. Um. But then, dude, he showed massive heart, came back. Hey, no pun intended. Yeah. Bye-bye. But, yeah. The hitman. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Gave us the shooters afterwards, too. Bye-bye. 
Yeah, that we were. Was, we, that was the best part of the night. Though. Yeah, that was, that was good. we talked. Uh, we got to talk yeah. to Angel um, afterwards, and but I remember Noah saying, "Those are the, but those are the ones you want." And Angel's like, "Nope, no, they're not." <laughs> we want all those friends. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair, but that. that is <laughs> You want to get some adversity before you get the big leagues. Otherwise, that's a brutal way. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, probably could have, I probably could have worded it a yeah. little better. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Angel, though. Angel's a nice man, man. He's a, he's a good dude. Yeah. The funniest thing about Angel, yeah, we got to talk to him a bunch, is he just up, would appear out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> What's up? We were, wa- we were watching, like we're just standing there before Santos fought, and he was just like right, right next to us. I was like, "What's up, man?" Yeah. Oh, but we'll listen to the video ever. Yeah, he's, yeah, dude, he's a he's a good guy. Said he's feeling good, feeling ready for next oh, he's month. Looking like a lean, mean fighting machine. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he's moving to one thirty-five. So, um, yeah, that's gonna be a no, fun one. You think that's smart? I think it's smart. We'll have to. We'll... He, he's not a very big forty-fiver, and. I mean that power is gonna. I feel like that power is gonna be better at 135, especially the striking. We'll have to get him uh, on here again before uh, his next fight. We can talk about it a bit. Um, but yeah, let us move to UFC 298. Thank God we had a good UFC oh, event. I did see this video on TikTok. It's not really. It's not relevant to the event, but. Um, it was like it literally looked like the ignite fights thing. It's how Marab got signed. Did you have you ever seen yeah, that video? Yeah, against Rafian Stotts. Yeah, dude. With the spinning back so, Like yeah. it, it, it literally reminded me of like obviously like our like the Joey Hart. They're like the best fighter for ignite yeah. would never probably be in that big of a situation. But I feel like that is kind of like just having your number one dude get knocked out. Like. Yeah. That's just, I don't that'd be so electric, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Marab was not supposed to win that. Yeah. And also, he beat, like, their promotions headliner. Yeah. Like, that's just wild. I have seen that. I have seen that. Um, but, I never knew that. Yeah, because that Dana White does that thing. Is it's called? I think it's called Looking for a Fight or something like that. Like, his, it's where he just goes to regional promotions <laughs> and he, try, he scouts yeah. it, basically. It's cool. I need, I never watched it live, but I just think, yeah, it is fun. Um, yeah, Rafael starts just spinning backfist in 16 seconds. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, crazy. And Rafael Stotts is a killer too. He's been a top dog in Bellator for the last couple of years as well. He's very, yep. he's super talented. Obviously not Marab's level right now, but he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let, all right, let's talk about 298. And like I said, it has been an underwhelming start to the MMA year in terms of card or card quality. And that's not that was not the case on this one, which nope. is good. This is the first of a very solid run of excitement, I think, and you in the MMA Man. community. Um, so we yeah. didn't we didn't get to watch it all live. We we were pulling it up on our phones throughout the night. Um, we got to watch the main event. Well, Noah got to watch the main event for the most part. And we got a, we we caught ins and outs of several of the fights, but early prelims. We caught a little bit of it. Um, Val Woodburn, our boy, <laughs> our boy. <laughs> but uh, not he really. He showed some. He showed some heart. He got a knockdown, and then yeah. Just got <laughs> for, yeah, you know, two and a half rounds. Yeah, and that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. Um, I, 
told Cole on Saturday, my guy, I am attaching my horse to that wagon. Danny Barlow is a future guy in the UFC, and I've mentioned him before, but he broke he broke his arm right away in the fight, and then just kicked his ass the whole fight and still knocked him out in the third round. Like he broke his arm right away. Left hand to God. That is an awesome nickname as well. Um, yeah, that is a good nickname. Called left hand to God, and it's like the number yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> Undefeated Danny Barlow, knockout, big time. Love to see it. He was on my fantasy team as well. Um, moving on. Also on my fantasy team, Zhang Min Yang. Min Yang. I know I learned it's pronounced Zhang, not Jang. Powerful guy. Definitely powerful. Um, Knockout as well over Brenson Ribeiro. I didn't get a watch. We didn't get to watch the Rinya Nakamura fight at all. We didn't. Uh, I know we've spoken very highly about him, but not finishing somebody as a minus 1350 favorite is not the best. (laughs) <laughs> That's not, yeah, what? Dude, he's he's kind of giving uh, Mavsar Ibloev vibes where he just can't finish anybody. Yeah. And re- he seems like a, like he fights like a finisher. He just never gets the finishes is the thing. Because he's always, from what I've watched, like, like I said, we didn't get to watch this one, but he's when I've watched him in the past, he's always hunted finishes. He's. I guess he did knock that one guy out. He's been a powerful striker. Um... But yeah, maybe these guys are okay. You know, I don't know because he does always dominate too. Like he is always in a good position. Like, Um, bro, didn't this next fight didn't Tafa wasn't it like a body kick that leg kicks? He quit. Yeah, he's like I'm done. Leg kicks, yeah. Oh, it was leg kicks? Yeah. fourth leg kick or something that it was, he, like, it was only, only? It was only the fourth? Something like that. <laughs> That's so crazy. The first, one of those first two was must have just shut it off. I don't know, man. I think he gave up. Delima's not really known for, like, he had 12, like, yeah, okay. gnarly leg kicks. Delima, Delima had like, 12, 12 leg strikes, it says. Okay, because I just saw, like, a highlight video, and I saw, like, four, and then him falling. So I was like, <laughs> oh, work. Okay. That's what happened. I don't know. It's not really what I expected, like, Tafa to get yeah. TKO'd by leg kicks. Yeah. I mean, he came in on, what, 24 hours of notice? <laughs> I mean, it's like Justin's better. Yeah, Justin is, but Junior's. I mean, he's the younger brother. Um, yeah. I I was looking ahead at like the next card. Junior has a fight scheduled in like a month. <laughs> so. <laughs> you just didn't want Delima. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah. So, Rogerio de Lima. I had Junior Toff. I was supposed to have Justin Toff, but I ended up getting Junior Toff on fantasy, yeah. so I lost that one. That, that sucks, Josh. That does suck. Um, I don't want to hear it, bro. I'm I'm so fucked in fantasy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I also had this next girl that got her ass kicked, Mackenzie Dern. So stupid. Because she filled in for somebody. I can't remember who she filled in for on short notice, but she did, and Amanda Lamos kind of beat the piss out of her. It sounds like. Dude, at least Mackenzie Dern is like fun. Yeah. She always loses, but she's fun. You know. Did you see? Either of you see the knockdown Lamos had on during yeah. this fight? 
when Dern felt like it was like Johnny Walker esque, like hands in front of the face, just wobbled straight down. Mackenzie <laughs> Dern has heart. She just is the worst striker on planet Earth. <laughs> like, man, I actually love Mackenzie Dern, and she seems nice, and she shows a lot of heart. But wow, are there just some gigantic holes in her game? Yeah, man. and Amanda Lemos like, is powerful. She is, and hey, Mackenzie Dern, she took a beating. Like she took, she. I, I only watch highlights, so I can't speak like too much on it. But she got some stuff in there. She basically got the piss beat out of her, but you know she held in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get to the main card. Let's do it. Fluffy baby. Fluffy, Fluffy Hernandez, rear naked choke round two over Roman Kopilov. Fluffy's a kind of a problem, boys. Yeah, he is. Kind of a problem. Very thing. He didn't. He didn't really. Or did he wrestle him? Uh, he tried in the first round. He kept getting fourteen takedowns. He kept getting fourteen attempts. Never. He kept getting stuffed. Yeah. He struck with him though. Well. Yeah, Fluffy kept getting stuffed in the first round, and then he yeah. finally, you know, got him in the second round. Um, he's just yeah, he was persistent, nonstop. He's good, and I really think him and Al Skarov would have been a really good fight, or like a yeah, really man. good fight. But the, I mean, dude, Fluffy's striking was there with Kovalev. Yeah, like, he's very he, complete. I mean, tick for attack, he was right there with him the whole time. Like, he's a complete fighter, and his gas tank is endless. That dude could be a problem for Lucky. And he's got that uh that psycho gene in him. As he's choking Kovalev out, he's laughing. Like he's holding the rear naked choke and just laughing out loud, and he's just yeah. got he's got that he's 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 fun he's fun and we Dude, like, he he is he's uh, creeping up on my like fighters that I'm gonna start to root for heavy yeah he is he's, uh, he's got he kind of snuck under my radar I don't know why cause I first like learned about I first learned about or started really kind of kind of watching him when he beat oh my god who was it. Um, mine, I, I don't, I think I was like, I've heard the name, yeah, like, I've heard the name always, but I was never a yeah. fan oh. until we kind of started talking about it. He knocked him. out, uh, Shabazi, and I remember That's what that. it was, that, that fight, kind of, that fight showed me, like, that he, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't know who the guy was, barely. I just knew they called Dude, him he's, Fluffy. He's battle-tested, like, oh, he's Rudolfo fun. Vieira, Stubb, Mark Andre, Kevin Holland, Josh Friend, beat his ass. Yeah, got knocked out by Kevin Holland four years ago. That's kind of that's yeah. when Kevin Holland was on his tenure, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, he's yeah, yeah. honestly he was probably in that streak when Kevin Holland like that, that four yeah, five yeah. year streak. Yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, yeah. Fluffy's good. I was just look. Let me look at the rankings because he moved up. Where is he at now? He is thirteen. Okay. Dude, so what if, like, your finger got caught in his ear gauges in a fight? Because, like, oh. he's such... Like, <laughs> well, he, he's, he's got... Pl- didn't he, doesn't, he wear, like would... doesn't he wear plug, like, plugs or whatever in them? Maybe. I mean, you just... Don't you, ta- you tape them shut. Oh, oh, that's smart. That's smart. But, I mean, there's not, like, a lot of nerves in your ears. So, like, honestly, if that happened, like, I don't think it would be... Your ear. 
You don't think, okay. I'm just seeing in his picture, they're just loose. They're like in his post fight, there's just a hole. Like, it's an easy I think. I remember when I watched him, I think it was the Shabazian fight. I was like, what is on his ears? And they were like, cone Must have taped it. Yeah. yeah. And since they're stretched, they're longer, so his ears were like cone-shaped down. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is that? Um, Dude, tell me why the fuck I went with Henry Cejudo. I knew Marava's going to win this Dude, fucking fight. Such a dumb mood. As a fight goes on, Marab is a gangster. <laughs> he dog-walked Cejudo in round two and three. Mm-hmm. Like, holy he truly God. has an endless gas tank. It's yeah. unreal. Yeah, Marab is, yeah, you just, I mean, Marab lost that first round. He got rocked pretty good. Um, yeah. By, uh, I think it was a left hook. It was a left hook, I think, uh, by Cejudo. Um, yeah. That rocked him good, but yeah. Marab is just, he's the machine. <laughs> he's he's a killer, man. He's, he's a tough matchup for anybody. Because, like, if you don't get him out of there early, you're just going to slowly drown. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what you have to do with him. Dude, when he was, like, taking down Cejudo and just, like, his top pressure, he was in such better shape. Like, mm. he's fresh the whole time. The one thing about Marab, he does look... Okay, I mean, we we, we were going to talk about this anyway. But, so, Sean O'Malley's the champ. He's fighting Cheeto Vera in three weeks, I think it is, at 299. He said he changed his mind. After that fight, he will fight Marab. Because he, he thought the fans, he said he thought the fans would want him to go fight Ilya, but he knows now he sees the fans want him to fight Marab. Um, Sean said something about how Marab looked sloppy. Um, looking at how Sean finished Eljo, if Marab isn't shooting, 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 Marab's stri- defense up top, I think, leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. Oh, sure. I bet. I yeah. feel like his openings, like. His in and outs aren't really clean. Yeah. He's just fast and explosive when he goes for his takedowns. Like I bet Sean couldn't time that all day if mm-hmm. it stayed that, on his feet. That that is the thing. He's very vulnerable on his feet, and mm. like literally, <clears throat> is he's the most pinpoint striker argu- arguably yeah. in the UFC. And like, when he, it comes to like sniping people, yeah. O'Malley is loaded at yeah. that. And the the reach advantage is going to be crazy in that fight. Marab has to. From this, that opening bell has to just pursue, and he's got to. I, I will say though, I think Marab is more on his feet than Eljo, and his head moves more than him, so I think he's probably going to be a harder target to hit. But still, a lot of openings. So that is the next fight, then, right? If yeah, O'Malley happens to be. I think Chido. I'm pretty sure Dana said that Marab was next as well. After okay. I believe I'm pretty I mean, sure dude, the fan put or the amount of fans that he's gained in just the last month is insane. Like I, we should get a before and after on his Instagram because I'm curious. Like O'Malley can spark anybody in the first round. Like he's good enough. As that fight goes on, though, like Marab, there is not a person that weighs around that weight class that I would like. Yeah. Put up against him as the first. Well, thing you're eventually going to get taken down. Like, yeah. It's not like O'Malley's good enough to defend. Um, probably even 50, I mean, maybe 50%, but still. I, I did see to... a stat. I'm surprised. Like, Marab's got a personality I think has surprised all of us. It's still kind of crazy, the fans he's attracted, because if I asked you guys to guess what his finishing rate is, 
in the UFC? Marab. What what do you think? How many dozens? What is his what is his finishing rate, do you think? Oh my god, it has to be like Does he... <laughs> I don't even I can't think of one off the top of my he has, head. His finishing rate is ten percent. He finishes ten percent of his fights. If you had to guess what Bilal Muhammad's finishing rate is, what would you say? Five? Twenty one percent. Oh. So Bilal Muhammad is more of a finisher than Marab. Marab, is that what you just said? Uh, which is just kind of crazy. Is on record saying Bilal is more electrified than Marab. I mean, technically he's got more finishes. But... Yes. <laughs> Fast and like take down, take down, like slam you, punch you, get out, like. Mm. It's just an interesting stat because he <laughs> like funny. I don't know you. It just like because he's won a lot of people over, and his fight style doesn't necessarily match that of a fan yeah, yeah, favorite. It's a hundred percent his personality, though. Yeah, it's, oh, it's his octagon actics. Yeah, yeah that shit's so yeah. funny. Um, poor Henry Cejudo retired for a second time, but got zero TV time to retire. <laughs> I've seen him it's his ca- second time. I, I mean, yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> so, and like, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. He should have got maybe. A- but no, it's his second time retiring. He doesn't get any time. He doesn't get Robbie Lawler treatment. Poor Henry, oh. but still, poor Henry Sudo didn't get any TV time, and I saw he made less money than Mackenzie Dern did this fight. Yep. Um, yeah. So that man, poor Henry. <laughs> the thing is, like, <laughs> that's crazy. Henry's gonna open up a gym and make a shitload of money. He's a great coach. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He is a good coach. He is a good coach, and he's. I heard people talking about that, Josh, and they're like, "Henry's hurting for money. He's got to like come back." I doubt he's hurting for money. His yeah. Skill set and his like mind for the game, he's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. So, no one. I took Marab. Cole took Sahuda. Yeah. I don't. My brain or thought, whatever decision that we always say that never um, listen but, to. And no what one, are you supposed to not listen to? Your heart or your. Don't listen to your heart. Listen to your head. Listen to your heart. <laughs> Noah had Marab in fantasy. So Noah got a one point. Give me last points already. Um, what do you say? I suck. I fucking suck. <laughs> um, next, Ian Gary, Jeff Neal. Split decision. Ian had to do more, bro. I did I did watch some highlights and I heard people talk about this and they say uh Jeff Neal kind of just like gave up. Yeah, cuz everyone everything I saw or the I mean that night even on Twitter um, cuz that's how I was kind of following the fights while we were there. Um, they said Jeff won the first round and then he just kind of took his foot off the gas. Yeah. 2 and 3. Was it just playing it safe, you think maybe? I like, have no, uh, I have no idea. Well, I watched part of, I mean, we watched some of this fight and I watched highlights of it. And you know what Ian Gary's really, really good at is like getting in and out of range and like, like shuffling, sidestepping out of range to not get hit. It's not like he's running away, but like he will stay out of the, his opponent's range all day. He circles really well. Yeah. Jeff Neal couldn't find him. As like, m- he just couldn't find him. As much as I don't like Ian, he did have a good quote afterwards when somebody asked him about it being, it was something about it being, like, a boring fight or him going backwards the whole time. And he's like, if you had Jeff Neal walking you down for 15 minutes straight, throwing bombs, trying to take your head off, you'd probably yeah, be pretty no. careful too, wouldn't you? 
<laughs> yeah, you got Jeff a point. <laughs> man, that's a good win for Ian. It is a good win. Hate on him. He's the real deal, man. He's a stud. He called out uh, Colby Covington after it was his call. I like the way he's kind of like he's not rushing really at all, and he kind of did say that to wreck everyone in the division. But mm-hmm. I do like the path that he's going. Like, and then I want him to fight Kobe. I, I yeah. think that'd be pretty. I mean, sick. it's. I think I think he'd beat Kobe at that, this point. I think he would too, for that's, sure. Uh, I think he beats Kobe that's as well. Five and six in the rankings. I like Kobe, but that last fight leaves a sour taste yeah. to my mouth. That's five and six in the rankings right now, um, and I think, yeah, Jeff Neal is like he is a, he is a great gatekeeper. I will give him that. Um, I don't know what young welterweights we really have coming up right outside the top 15 because everyone's really got fight book, fights booked right now in that division. Maybe you go Sean Brady and give Sean Brady another. But Sean Brady's above him in the rankings already. Um, yeah. Because they, they asked Ian Gary about fighting Sean Brady, and Gary said that he didn't think Sean Brady was good enough, basically. That's a terrible matchup. Oh, That's a terrible matchup. Yeah. John Brady is the one welterweight where I'm like, on a good day, he has the potential. He's a bull in a china shop in there. He's like, he is. I haven't seen someone like at welterweight ever, not even like Kamara when he was wrestling heavy or Tyron Woodley when he was wrestling heavy. He just pins people to the canvas. He is the spot. I have never seen a more toned back in my life and that sounds weird to say but god damn is he strong <laughs> this squeeze and like when he gets a leg or any grip on a body part he is so strong dude, that would fucking suck yeah dude i feel like that's just... why he's a bad striker he's so like oh, oh, all the time he's like constantly he's like back is always active uh, oh my god, that's funny. Dude. And he clearly showed a lot of improvement from his loss to Bilal to the Kelvin Stryker fight. Is not bad anymore. Like we, yeah. Like, I mean, he yeah, took. He was throwing. He took. He took over a year, nice. o- year off. Um, he was. He had a fight scheduled with Luke, but he pulled out with an injury just this last week. Um, so yeah, Sean. Br- I don't know what they're gonna do with him, but he's just somebody. He's like he's always flying under the radar in that division because everybody's always talking about Shavkat and Ian Gary and people like that. Sean Brady's good. Um, Dude, he's good. And personally, I'd rather see Sean. It won't happen because Colby won't fight a lesser name. But I'd rather see Sean test himself against Colby and see Ian fight Bilal is what I'd rather see. Um, I think I think Sean just dog walks Colby. He's so oh, yeah. stronger. His yeah. wrestling at this point in their career is way better. Yeah, I think I yeah that's just I think my personal preference because we'll talk about Bilal because there was an interesting tidbit of information that came out on him, um, but Ian somebody had Ian Gary in fantasy. Actually, no one had Ian Gary in fantasy. This is really, it. okay. Um, but that's, that's wild. All actually. right, let's get what? to the. Co-main event: Paulo Costa and Robert Whittaker. Bobby. I, watched, I did rewatch this one. I Bro. only watched. I mean, we kind of kind of watched it. I watched highlights at, after. Yeah, I just watched highlights as well. 
Was it a spinning kick? A spinning that wheel kick. Actually <laughs> nuked Bobby in the first like <laughs> that <laughs> Yeah. Costa had that in his bag. Dude. Like, that was that was on the nuts, dude. Like, <laughs> As a Paulo Costa fan, that's one of those things that pissed me off because Robert Whitaker gets knocked out by a jab by Drickus and then eats a spinning <laughs> wheel kick to the out. temple. Josh, I think it doesn't hit him like here. If that would have hit him on the chin, he would have been a snoring man. Yeah, uh, he did. If that that was uh, Paulo Costa is kind of the king of that man might never lose a fight if there was an extra five to ten seconds after every round because he. <laughs> Starching people at the end of rounds. Um, but yeah, I will say though, I did rewatch this one because you know Bobby Knuckles is my mm. boy. <laughs> I couldn't really find a good video anywhere. It was like the weird YouTube clip yeah. that kind of like always. Have you seen those? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like someone recording it on their phone. I will say this whole fight, besides that moment, was basically Whitaker though. Like Whitaker was winning round one. Costa stole it with the kick because he had him on skates. Round two and three were just all Bobby Knuckles, and honestly, he's kind of putting it on uh, Costa too. Oh no! Looking at looking at damage, looking at the face. Hey, like how you guys talked about Strickland and Duplessis. Look at their faces (laughs) at the end, man. Look at the faces at the end. That's what I gotta say. Whitaker. No, no one's no one's screaming any sort of robbery for this fight. Paul Paul Paul. I don't know. Paulo was Paulo was pretty uh pretty vocal on Twitter after. <laughs> got destroyed. Got destroyed. But he got, he got out out fought like um, by a white. I am, and people were saying that this is the best Paulo Costa has ever looked. The most mature he's ever fought. Um, I think. I'll say it. Robert Whitaker is just nobody. I don't think people see him as a threat anymore. He hasn't finished a fight. No, in, I don't think he, they do either. He hasn't, he, hasn't finished, he hasn't finished a fight in six years. Six years. Yeah, he, That's a long time not, at that. His last finish? Was it Cannoneer? He didn't finish Cannoneer. I thought he finished Cannoneer. No, he. Or Brunson. Cannoneer or Brunson. He finished one of them. Let me look. I can let you know here in a second. I just know. <laughs> I still think that's funny. I just know it was a long time ago. His last finish was Jacare Souza oh. in April of 2017. Dude, it's always finished Cannoneer with his his high yeah, kick combo. Like, he he, he rocked he rocked him and then Cannoneer survived. Yeah, he u decked Cannoneer. Um, it's always weird when I feel like people fight down when they're this high in the ranks. So like, what does Bobby do now then? Strickland. It sucks because like, it just sucks, man. Because I mean, I guess is Strickland the only other? I mean, Izzy. Izzy is got to do Strickland, Bobby. Strickland, Bobby. I feel yeah, that's what I think it has to be, kind of. Um, let me look at the rankings. I mean, yeah, top five are Sean Strickland, Izzy, then Bobby's at three, Jared Cannonier, and then Marvin Vittori. I kind of want. I mean, it's gotta. I kind of one of those guys. I really think that I think Strickland fights Bobby, and give me Paulo Costa, Jared Cannonier because that would be a slugfest. That would be so much fun, dude. Whenever <laughs> Paulo gets in there with another brute, man, it's fun. Yo Romero, that was so sick. That would be super fun. And, so and I saw lost a spot after that. Yeah, to Brendan Allen. Brendan Allen's fighting Vittori soon. Um, Whoever loses oh, that will yeah. probably drop 
below Costa again. I hate Marvin Vittori because he just like <laughs> such a menace, and he's like, Ugh. oh man, he tweeted. <laughs> Brennan Allen, Brennan Allen's gonna be like, shit. Yeah. I can't knock him out. Like, I can't do anything. Here we I, go. I don't know, man. I feel like I've never, I haven't seen a beatdown like he took in his last fight in a long time. And that might have. Was, was the fight before that Bobby lit him up, too? No, he, Bobby, and then it went, it went Bobby, and then it was, then he beat Delidze. Yeah. And then he got his ass beat by Jared Cannonier. And eventually that chin's got to start to road a little bit. Well, because well, Bobby Knuckles was throwing against Marvin and destroying him, too. Like, not as bad as Cannoneer did, yeah. but, like, yeah. Oh, he beat him up. He definitely beat him up. But, I, th- dude, I'm serious. I think Bobby's kind of got pillow hands <laughs> right now at this point in his oh, career. Well, he, he's, never, he's never been a knockout guy. Well, never. he went on the streak back when I was just looking at it. He went on a little bit of a finish streak. Um, yeah, but they were like, they weren't like he was never starching people, you know. Yeah, like he was like throwing combos, knocking them down, getting on top of them, finishing. Uh, Bobby is thirty three. I thought he was young. Fuck. He's a vet. He's one of those guys that's he's like Max, where he's thirty three, which is pretty young in MMA years, and he's got a thousand <coughs> fights under his belt. Um, yeah, I know. Let's then, but yeah. So Whitaker Costa, he's a, he is like Max. He's like one of the all-time greats at that like weight class. And what Bobby has two title, two title wins. And Max has got what three. Max has more. Well, Whitaker won the title, but he never. Whitaker doesn't have a title. Oh yeah, he does against Romero. But I don't. It doesn't count because Romero missed weight. I wasn't it. Was that it? Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Let's Just, see. Yeah. Oh no! They so he beat he, yeah. he beat Yoel Romero once, and then they made it again, and that was the interim title fight, because GSP was fighting Bisping. GSP won, retired. Whitaker beat Yoel to be interim title, and then he fought Izzy for unanimous, or something like. They made him unanimous. No, no, no. I think they, I think they made him. I don't even know if he has an actual title fight, but I think they made him the champ. Yeah. His his first defense was Izzy. Yeah. Okay. God, oh, that's right. And Max Max Holloway Max Holloway's got a good amount of title defenses. Does he? I didn't think he had that many, Josh. I'm look I'm looking right now. So he he won his belt from Aldo, obviously. Yeah. So he beat Aldo. He defended against Aldo. Defended against Ortega. Defended against Frankie Edgar. So he has th- mm. he has three because then he lost his first fight to Volk. After that, gotcha. so he has three defenses. Um, all right, what are we at? Did anybody have Whitaker? And nobody had Whitaker. Okay, um, in fantasy, I for some reason I thought I had Costa as my underdog, but yeah. I, I had Duplessis uh-huh. was my underdog. I forgot about that. Um, main event: Volkanovski Ilya. Um, Noah is the one that kind of watched this live because me and Cole were in a casino eating at the food court, and then Noah started freaking out. So, talk us through it. <laughs> Ilya is a fucking problem. That dude, literally, when he starts throwing punches, it's just straight Armageddon. He hits so hard, and he, like, dude, he gets in there and is like, I'll slug with you because I just think I'm going to win. I have better accuracy, and I hit harder. That first round was, like, pretty close. Um, I watched, like, most of this fight. I think probably Volk first round, close first round. 
Second round, like, you just can't escape Ilya. He's going to pressure you, walk you down, and you just have to avoid his hands because if he clips you, you're going to sleep. Clipped him with the left, went in there, shut his lights off. Come, yeah, come he's in. problem. He looks like a world beater. He could be an all-time talent. He's that good. <sighs> uh, coming back from three months after being put unconscious by a head kick, I don't think I, it's a, I don't think it's a good move for a thirty-six-year-old personally. Especially going against Ilya. I don't, I, don't just... think, I don't think it matters. I think Volk is past his prime. No knock on Volk. Like he's not going to beat Ilya at this point in Ilya's career. He's oh. too good. Oh I, yeah, I think I think he would have got. Him. I think that well that punch would have put him out either way. I'm not saying that's why he got knocked out. I'm saying that he definitely. I mean, it just takes a to- it, like it takes years off your fight career. Like it does, it does. getting knocked out like that. Um, you just can't stay at the top for that long in this game. Man. He, lo- he looks young and hungry. And good. That's what I'm thinking. Like no matter how or how confident, you oh. can't be that fast or that. Sh- like yeah. your instincts just have to wither. Like even if it's a little bit, he like, needs a. You're gonna get knocked out. Vol- just by Vol- that needs fraction. Volk should take a much. I know he's gonna he's gonna get a rematch because it's Volk and he defended that many times, but Boy, how long give, can you wait too? You don't want to wait. Well, I was just gonna say, give him a like it does not an immediate one. Take a much deserved break, come back and at the end let Ilya defend one time against somebody, and then Volk's gonna Volk get. Volk can't fight again yeah. though. Yeah. Before, no, he won't. He, I don't think he should. Yeah, he, won't, he, he won't. can't fight again. What I'm saying, give like give rematch. your brain a break, give your body a break. Wait to. Wait till the end of the year, early next year, and then do your rematch. Just for your health, man. <laughs> like, there's no point in him trying to fight again in the summer against Iliad and use his rematch clause. He's, it's not a clause, but he's going to get it because that's they out, it's Volk. Um, it's um, But I just take a break. I man, think I, I think Ilya is really the next Volk, man. I, I don't see anybody beating him. I think he Really? It. I, I think he's a world beater. I, I think, think he fights. Pound for pound number one at some point. I think he fights his first title fence. I think is going to be the winner of this fight this weekend. Um, yeah. Which I I think is going to be Yair. Um, and there's some bad blood between Yair and Ilya that I have no idea what it's over, but they hate each other, and I didn't know that. <laughs> um, I didn't either. Like I will. Let me see what Yair. Yeah, because yeah, years obviously fighting this weekend, so we had a press conference. Um, Dude, the pa- they press asked, conference has been kind of fire. Oh, here, this is his exact quote. They asked Yair about Ilya. He said, "I don't want to fight Ilya. I want to fuck him up." There's a fucking big difference, just to make that clear. And anywhere I fucking wow. see him, I'm going to fuck him up. Fuck this bitch. I don't fucking like him. Oh my god, what happened? Oh, yeah. What happened between these two, dude? Let's Yair. Yair never talks like that. <laughs> um, That's like actual bad blood. That's weird. I, yeah, that is bad I have blood. no idea what it's from at all, but <laughs> um, yeah, Yair doesn't like Ilya. And I know I've seen some quotes about because Ilya's said he's called out everybody. And I'm, I don't know if it pissed off Yair that Ilya said Yair is never going to fight for the belt again. Or whatever, because but I don't know, but that's a fight I want to see because I think it's. I mean, that pissed me off. Like, yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? Because Yair is, I mean, he's what thirty-one maybe. Let's see, thirty-one. Yeah, that was a good guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yair is a crazy strike. He's just a different striker for everybody. I mean, he made Max Holloway wrestle, which uh, just because he's so weird with how he strikes. 
Um, yeah. I've been ringing that bell for a couple months now that I just think yeah, here's a bad matchup for Ilya. Um, but Ilya's obviously if that that's gonna be a stand and bang fight. It's just. Is Yair's kicks or right, Ilya's boxing going to win? Because neither of them are going to grapple. So, if Ilya gets in range against anyone that weighs 145 or 55, give me Ilya all every day against I think Brian Ortega, Ortega will be the featherweight champ. <laughs> oh, man. Habib Nurmagomedov has more recently won a fight than Brian Ortega. <laughs> no, there's no way. Is that real? Yeah, yes. it is. Oh, that is awesome, bro. What? Why is Brian Ortega still number four in the rankings? And nobody no, that, is, how, that is impressive in itself that he has Dude, kept his name. They're like, T City's about to lose again and just still be it's ranked the top five rank. <laughs> Brian Ortega's last win was the Korean Zombie, October 17th of 2020. Habib, his last win over Justin Gaethje, was in a week later, October 24th of 2020. <laughs> so. Dude, <laughs> completely random, but that you brought up Habib, it reminded me of a video after he fought Connor. Dana, I guess, said it on podcast. He was super pissed. Vladimir Putin gave Khabib $20 million in property in Russia. Yeah. After he beat Connor, Dana, Dana just was ranting on a podcast about it. I thought that was hilarious. Be like, that's pretty sweet. One more yeah. thing about uh, – that is pretty sweet. But one more thing on Ilya. So I was thinking about this because, like, what's – obviously, what's the direction for the division? Knowing Volk – Vol- like we keep saying Volk needs to take time off this and that Volk's it's Volk like the way he talks it doesn't seem like he's going to um yeah. he said immediate rematch hopefully he takes time off you got Max I think Max is very deserving of a title fight against somebody not named Volk but, yeah. but he's fighting yeah. he's obviously fighting Gaethje right now at 300 um Evloyev Evloyev hasn't fought anybody <laughs> or it i mean he's fought a lot of people and has been winning but i st- i still i would like to see him win one more fight before he gets a title shot um i just think i think that leaves if, if volk isn't the next one if volk takes a break it's got to just the, the first title defense has to be the f- winner this weekend um because yeah, i mean max fights in april um you already know that's gonna just be a bloodbath between him and Gaethje. Yeah. So what like, weight are they fighting at? <laughs> one him and Gaethje? Yeah. One fifty five. Yeah, so like Matt like they're both Is Max gonna be small? They apparently he looks bigger like he's much bigger Max for this is one. A tall guy, I guess. Apparently so Apparently he's much he's bigger for this one. Yeah, apparently Max is much bigger and looking much bigger now than he did for the Dustin fight. I mean, okay. Max isn't necessarily a small 45-er, you know? No. Um, I think, I mean, <clears throat> I think Ilya's got a boatload of super fun fights. Um, yeah, he does. He does. I think, it's all, I mean, we talk about matchups all the time. I think Ilya's a terrible matchup for Mobsar Evloev. Um, so I, Ev- I think he'd smash Mobsar. Yeah. I think he would smash him. Like we, yeah, we talk about 
I mean, we talk about those matchups. I think he's just a terrible matchup for Evloyev. Um, but I think you go Evloyev, Josh Emmett, and let him let him fight the ultimate gatekeeper that just murdered a man in the octagon. Um, I think you go Yair Ortega winner next versus Ilya. Let Volk get his rematch out of the way after that if Ilya is still the champ. And then by the time Volk is done there, Max will be recovered by his fight from his fight with Gaethje and Max can fight him. Because Max is still only, what, 32? So I think that should be Ilya's plan. And I think – I know he's your boy, Noah. I – I would pick Max and Yair over Ilya. I, I've I been mean, I've been beating. I would root for Max. I've been beating that drum. Body, you, know, you have a weird relationship with Ilya. Yeah, seems, you do. You never cheer for him. It seems like you don't cheer. You you talk <laughs> like you don't. You're not a fan of him. <laughs> right, it's so weird. But I like Max more. I just think Ilya's the next world beater. I think he's the next pound for pound number one. I think. Yeah, that's. I think his hands are absolutely insane, and he has crazy wrestling and great jujitsu. He's a black belt. Mm, yeah, he does. A, That's why I think he's a weird. I mean, don't, he's an anomaly. We haven't really. We haven't seen a guy like this. The only way really. he loses, he's like I don't know. I mean, look at featherweight. It's all just a bunch of strikers, and then Mosar basically. Um, it's, he's gonna. It's gonna be him getting caught. And It'll be he, a different. Yeah, I'm different like, weight class when he moves when he moves up or down or whatever it is. He's gonna take over Volk's spot by the time he's done is the best featherweight ever. He's a stud. Damn. That's a statement. <laughs> I think he's that good, man. I think he's You know you know who might not wait you know, but hold up, hold up. You know who low key might be a tough matchup for him? I'm not saying he'd win, but could be if he if this guy wins a couple fights, could be could be tough. Eljo. No. I think Eljo could hold him down. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think Eljo could take him down, let alone hold him. If Eljo goes out and ragdolls Cater and then ragdolls, maybe they put him, make him fight Movsar next. That'd actually be fun. I didn't think about that. Him and Movsar. That Mo- would be fun. <laughs> Give me Eljo over Movsar yeah, straight up. I didn't, I, didn't, up. I didn't even think about that one, but I think that would be fun. Um, I don't know if he show, I like who knows what Eljo will look like at forty five, but that's a strong mother MF or two. Um, I think I think Ilya is good enough where he could go up and actually be one of the fighters that can go grab a couple defense title defenses at a different weight class. He's that good. Do you think he's gonna be like the best of all time? The way- I think he's. <laughs> he's like the new John Jones. I think. <laughs> he has. I think he has a shot to be. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't seen. What is he though? No, it's late. When did? I haven't seen someone this complete in so long. Like he's good everywhere. Besides, this is one downfall. He doesn't throw kicks. He's Ever. already, I guess, twenty seven. He's that's young. But yeah. when was when was Volk starting to go on his tear? Um, he was Volk older too, wasn't he? He was in, Yeah, he was later. I feel like probably Volk like is thirty. Volk is, 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 Volk is thirty five, right? Right now. He's thirty five right now. Yep. Let me... I, I think Ilya could, if I could put my money on someone to be in the Mount Rushmore right now, of like upcom- upcomers, he's a champ, but it'd be Ilya. Volk won his title when he was 31. Yeah. 
Well, he didn't start fighting until he was like 24 or something. His first professional fight. Uh, he, rugby. He was, yeah, he was 23 when he first, and in his first yeah. professional fight. Um, I mean, do you think Ilya, does he plan to be, hopefully he's active as fuck. The one thing that, the one, I hate, I'm so fucking sick of this. Oh, I'm going to make one title defense and go fight up and be a double champ. I'm, like, I'm also sick of that. <laughs> people, that's such a hot topic with these new champs. And it's, I, don't, yeah, I agree. It's fucking annoying. I can't yeah, stand. So annoying. You gotta earn your stripes before you start going double. I, 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 like used, I feel like it used to be you had to defend that shit like at least three times I mean, before yeah, you were even considered many, to be a double champ. It took like, Volk. Like Connor's an anomaly because it's Connor, so take him out of the equation. Like it took Volk four four title defenses before he got to move up. I think you need at least two or three. I think three should be the bare yeah. minimum. Um, I yeah. just, I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, like O'Malley talking before. Like O'Malley, I get it because the UFC is that's the cash cow. But I don't know. It's man. still just annoying. Annoying. It is. It is. I just, yeah, that bugs me. Like, I yeah, think, yeah, Sean's saying go fight Ilya instead. Last like, dude, that's on like a six or whatever fight win streak in Marab. Like he should want Marab. Yeah. Like, Last thing on uh. Ilya, the reason I know it's, it is a hot take because he'd probably be. I bet he's, if he fought Yair, I bet Ilya probably minus two forty or so would be my guess. The reason I didn't like, I keep talking about matchups. I just keep going back to his fight with Jai Herbert and Yair, who is argue Yair is the best kicker in that division, and I just that's why I keep going to that. And I know it's a hot take, and I know I'd be in the minority picking Yair, but that's just. That's my analysis, so that's why I pick Yair. And I pick Max. I'd pick Max over Ilya just because it's Max. And until Max loses to someone not named Volkanovsky, I'm not going to doubt the guy. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. But, um, yeah, you know, one fight I want to see down the road that I think would be a banger. Obviously, he's a few fights away. Ilya and Arnold Allen would be insane. Oh, so much fun. That fight. Doesn't matter. Arnold gets knocked <sighs> But, oh, my God. See, that's... Arnold's a good ass striker, like he's a. He big... gets hit though, and the thing is, scares me too. He, he hit. you can't. Yeah, he gets hit hard. He does get hit. <laughs> Max, Max is his. He's been getting, and he's been getting kind of dropped. Arnold has been lately. Well, he's I, been I always, I never put as much weight on like Arnold getting dropped against Movsar because. When you're fighting someone like Movzar, you're constantly in your back foot trying to prevent a takedown. Yeah, fair enough. So it, it's right. easier to get it's easier to, it's easier to get yeah. hit. But I mean, against Max, yeah, Arnold was getting beat up, and we thought he was almost unconscious at the end of the fifth round, if we remember that. Yeah, that fight was so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, that was so honestly. I'm so sad that that like power left hand that Max threw after he dropped him missed by a hair. <laughs> because if Max would have bumped him at the bell, that would have been so sick. Oh my god. That's <laughs> so dick. At the very end of the fight, you just slapped. I wish, him. like, that narrative that the Max doesn't have power narrative. Imagine him sleeping some like that Arnold Allen, who everyone was like, this is the next <laughs> guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Max just makes a living off just beating the piss out of the next guy. And it's the That's coolest what, dude, this thing Gagey ever. fight, man, is... Because the way Max fights, he just lures people into the firefight, and he's like, I'm so much better at this firefight than you. <laughs> yeah. Like, come in here, but... Shit has to slow down for him or something. Yeah, yeah, he's, he must. He, like, he has to enter that flow state, and it's just, right, like, moving yeah. in slow motion. Just sees, sees shit differently, for sure. And, yeah, that Gagey fight is obviously going to be the funnest fight of that card, I think. Um, yeah. But 
Let's. I'm yeah. scared, bro. What if we see like a first round knock? I think. Well, I. Th I don't know. It depends. Are we? Is, like, is, that, even, is that even in the cards? Is, Ga is Gaethje gonna fight mature? Or is he gonna get lured into that firefight? I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If, if Gaethje gets lured into that firefight, Max is better there. Like he's yeah. more accurate there. Mm. And like, uh, are you gonna knock out Max? Probably not. Like, <laughs> if Dustin couldn't knock him out, hitting him with all the stuff Dustin did, I don't think. And the, all they do is they've been. We don't have to do final picks now. Who are you guys? Are you guys gonna pick? I'm going Max. I'm, going I'm, I'm leaning Max right now. I'm going Max decision. Yeah, I'm not gonna pick Max and knock him over. I think it's. I think it's gonna be an insane five round fight, and I think Max is gonna decision them and i don't know but i you see it every time before max fights people always say yep this is the time his chin gets cracked they say it every say every single time, every time. never <laughs> never when he goes up against Ilya, though i'm gonna be scared <laughs> uh, but all right before we get to this weekend's fight card two tidbits so this weekend is the bellator pfl champ versus champ card Let's say we're probably gonna have to skip trivia again, aren't we? We can do trivia next week. Um, just cause well, we have a lot to talk about, man. <laughs> we do, bro. We've been no, I, I'm not. Yeah, there's a lot to just, talk about. Um, I'm open. I'm looking at this PFL Bellator card right Dude. now. Okay, I'll wait till what you're about to say. Because well, just yeah, say what I'm about to say. Okay, well, PFL Bellator champ versus champ, and there's some other awesome card or fights. AJ McKee is fighting Clay Collard, banger. If you don't, if you haven't watched Clay Collard before, he's he's like he was, he's like the dollar store Max. I kind of how I describe him. Um, the dollar store. Like he's Max. obviously not as good, but he's very entertaining. He looks like Yuri. Who who does? Clay Collard doesn't. Oh, he? I kind of I guess never really thought about that. Um, Did you see the fight where he had the thing? Oh yeah. Um, we're also getting Clarissa Shields is back in the back to MMA. Yoel Romero is fighting Tiago Santos, which, uh, he, but they say that, that I think that has the potential to be the most boring fight of all time. No, with where those two are at in their career, they might just stand there and stare at each other for fifteen minutes, and I wouldn't be. They might. They might. <laughs> um, Patricio Pitbull's fighting. Uh, Magomed Magomed Karimov. No, he pulled out. Jason Jackson is still fighting though. Impa Kasangane is back fighting Johnny Eblen. Then the last one I need to talk about is the heavyweight. Henan Ferreira is fighting Ryan Bader. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Josh. The Francis Ngannou thing. Francis yeah, is fighting Francis Ngannou. And the oh, weird the, winner of that gets knocked yeah, out. I was just gonna say, we're gonna see like the death of Ryan Bader. The the amount of memes, like, have you guys seen that boxing match where the bell rings and the guy immediately turns around and step just walks out the ring? The amount of me times I saw that get posted, like the winner of this one, they start the fight with Ngannou. It's like, why would I wouldn't want to win that fight to go? Fight. Dude, and Ryan Bader, like, he's, <laughs> I'm assuming he's gonna win. But he's forty years old. I, I'm so like his health. If he gets hit too hard, but isn't what's the if if you fight in Gano, you get an automatic million, right? Yeah. it's two mil. I think it's an automatic, automatic two? two mil. Yeah. But still, bro, Dude, Ryan Bader has to be like his life is it, in jeopardy. Well, Henan Fajeda is the favorite right now. Oh, is he? Just barely. It's kind of basically a pick on it looks like, but. Give me Bader, man. Bader's an all-time great, like under the radar, you know. 
That's what I. That's what I feel like. Right. Heavyweight and heavyweight in Bellator. Francis Ngannou's like he was a killer in the octagon, but now he's a ten times better boxer than he already was. Like. <laughs> yeah, no, he's gonna murder somebody. Yeah, yeah. Like that's. Not, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's just. He. No, if you if you believe in religion, uh, <laughs> Francis Ngannou is gonna absolutely kill someone before he's done fighting, and he's going to hell. So yeah, <laughs> like he's gonna go from fighting Stipe Miocic, Cyril Gaon, Tyson Fury, and Anthony Joshua to Ryan Bader. Uh... Like <laughs> that's the one. Like it's that's it's dangerous to put them in the same octagon. <laughs> Think about this, man. Leota Machida, not Ryan Bader. Glover Teixeira knocked Ryan Bader out cold. What is Francis Ngannou going to do to Ryan Bader? Hey, come on, Ryan Bader knocked out one of the goats, Fedor. Was that one Fader? He was, was, he that was one? 50 years old. Yeah, I was just but... going to say, was he, 40, was he 49 or 50 when that fight took place? Oh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, and then, but... I just wanted to bring that out because the I don't know I like the champ versus champ concept and there is some fun fights on there, um so I'll be yeah. I'm probably gonna tune in and the watch the champ versus champ will be sweet I'm mm-hmm. excited and then I, do either of you know like because they have like if you go to their website they have a pf a pfl series sorry or they have yeah they have pfl season and bellator champion series are they keeping pfl and bellator fighters still separate. Athens. I think they are. I think they are. So, like, once or twice a year, they build these fights. I think okay. they're keeping them separate. I think it's because they – I don't know. That that PFL season, it's a cool concept, but it gets dry so fast because the matchups are so repetitive. With that, with like, yeah. now they have a deeper roster, obviously, but if you only have three good fighters on a, in a division, they're going to fight each other every year. I was going to say that. <laughs> I mean, the roster got – I don't know. It'd be kind of dope if the UFC – the UFC could do something like that, but – um, I wish there was. I wish the UFC still did tournament formats. I really do. Um, like Bellator still does it, and it's kind. Of, it is entertaining. Um, but there's just no cooler way to do things like a tournament style. It's, it's so much fun. Or yeah. brackets. I just love brackets. Like, <laughs> I love. Right, I man. love brackets. I love brackets. Give me the one seed. Give me a ten seed and. Dude, especially if you like the ten seed and you get a win, you're like, okay, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. mentality, man. So yeah, and Ganu is at the end of the year. I think it is, and Ganu is fighting the winner of this Bader Fajeda because that's Ganu and Anthony Joshua's in two weeks. I mean, honestly, though, good for whoever wins this fight because I mean, break out the red panty, yeah, getting like two million dollars, yeah, good for you, yeah. <laughs> um, but let's the, but the other thing, fight news. I'm just I wanted, thinking, what's your tactic though going into a fight against you? You France? walk forward and slug. You have to. I think not gonna be able to. You know. I just get that over with. Get slept quick. Or you just kind of get nicked on the chin. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what you try to do. Hopefully it doesn't completely clean you on the temple or something. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that's the thing though. You wanna? I don't know if you wanna go out cold against Singanu because that man has damn near murdered people with his follow-up hammer fist. <laughs> Like think that's about what, yeah, think about that oh, Stipe one. That follow up is terrifying. Yeah, that Stipe one is terrifying. Dude, um, nobody needs that extra follow up. <laughs> like, ugh. 
if I was them, I'd immediately, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go in and slug. I would sprint forward and dive at his knees and hope he falls to the ground. <laughs> and then immediately, if you don't get the takedown, I would tap to strikes. That's what that'd be my tactic. Free two million. Basically, I would just I would just tap right away and walk out of the octagon. <laughs> like, if I like, was a trained fighter, exactly. I'd yeah. I would go forward and try to clip him, and then get get knocked yeah. out. Like yeah, that's why that yeah, me, that know. meme is so funny to me about just the the boxer the bell rings and he just steps out, walks back to the locker room, <laughs> and it's like, like that's, oh, I'm not like, fighting this guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy again. What the fuck? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, but. Okay, the other thing we wanted to talk about, UFC 300 as a main event. Um, Alex Pajeda and Jamal Hill. Oh, yeah, we, we could have talked about that last week. Well, yeah, but yeah, because it just it got announced Saturday night. When, yeah. Um, it, it doesn't have the hype everyone wanted, but that is such a fun fight. I was going to say, people... Who the fuck is it? No, uh, Shab, Brendan Shab. He was bitching about it because Dana White just said it was supposed to be the most like electrifying card of UFC history. Well, so he's just butthurt that he wasn't completely... Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I, I don't say, know what he was expecting. I was going to say... But I feel like that's probably a reason why nobody likes Brendan Schaub yeah. the, anymore. The card, the card top to bottom is... In, it might be the best ever. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, yeah, I think. I mean, considering how it goes, probably depth wise is. We all had high expectations for it being just like the way Dana was talking about it. I don't know, like, there, I don't know if there was anything that could have been made outside of Chandler McGregor that right. would have met that, that. I think that is the only other. Um, and he's still got yeah. one more fight to announce. There's another fight that he's still got to announce. And yeah, like there, it, what if that? What if Nate? Di- what if it's Nate Diaz? What if it's who knows? They like it could be any big name. Um, maybe they get they end up getting Izzy on the card. Who know? Like there's a million things that they could make, but yeah, yeah, it's I don't know. It's great. I'm a little worried for Jamal Hill's taking those leg kicks after an Achilles surgery. Um, yeah, who hey, knows? I'm ex- I'm excited for both of those guys though because they're gonna make a fucking bag. Yeah, yeah they are. Know? Um. I think USC 300, especially yeah, for Jamal. I'm hard for Jamal Hill. I think I'm, yeah. I'm happy for him. I'll say it. I think. I mean, depending on how those leg kicks affect him, Jamal could easily knock him out. Um, I think Jamal's not, Jamal's sick, dude. I was gonna if, if it, when it comes to sniping people, like finding chins, man. <laughs> Jamal's there. He's yeah. good at finding the chin. Um, I let me see if I can find the opening odds for that because I'm curious. I'm I'm going with Pajeda, and I I'm gonna root for Jamal, but I think I know. Yeah, I I'm pre- Pajeda's got to be the favorite, the opening favorite. Um, I yeah, want to pick Jamal just o- because opening I want odds. Opening, I hate picking against who I want to win. Opening odds we got Pajeda at minus one sixty, Jamal plus one forty. So very close. Especially just with like training with Glover, man. I think Pajeda just for some reason the MMA we're like let's bless this man like um yeah so that's the ufc 300 main event the other thing i want to talk about is dana came out and said that he offered leon edwards three opponents to leon for ufc 300 and leon and leon and leon said yes to all three of them and the three opponents were hamzat chemaev shavkat rachmanov and islam mahachev and Bro. yes, all three of them probably turned it down because of Ramadan, 
But I just think it is so funny that Bilal Muhammad was not included in that list. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> like, so if you're Bilal, what do you like? What do you do? Yeah. Like, what do you think? Like, I think you go to Bellator. Like Bilal is not. A, he wasn't a top. Get out of the UFC. He, he wasn't a top three choice. <laughs> for this fight <laughs> like i don't know i mean he's not nobody like yeah and those I, three fights are so much more exciting. Yeah, yeah they are i would have exactly, much rather seen yeah. any of those three i think is like do you think but that he deserves it doesn't he <laughs> do you think that was only because it's ufc 300 and dana's like we need a main event and Bilal cannot main event this and then now yes. they'll go to it'll be, to be now it'll be Leon yes. Bilal headline three oh two. Do you is that what we I think? think? Yeah, I do, I do think that. Okay. I think you give it to Bilal now because Bilal, you have to give the man. Like, what do other he people think? If they, yeah, he does. Fuck. He does. I, nope. I will, I'm not saying I'm not gonna give him credit for deserving <laughs> shit. <on>. The poor <laughs> guy. Oh, <laughs> I can't. Nope. He deserves. Nope. Uh, give me shot. Give give it to Shavkat. <laughs> Um, um, I want to. I want to ask you guys this: How do you think those fights would have played out between the three? Let's go, here. Let's go one by one. Let's start with. Let's go Leon. Uh, Leon Hamzat. Leon. Uh, Weather- give me Leon. I'm taking Leon as well. I got Leon too. Leon Shavkat. Give me Shavkat. I got Shavkat. I got Shavkat. <laughs> Leon Islam. I got Leon. Give me Leon. Give me Leon. You can't. None of us better pick Islam. I don't know. I'm... I just, I also think the 150 gigantic. Yeah, it is. And Leon's good, man. He's a stud. He is. And, I mean, if you're getting clipped and knocked down by Volk, man, Leon doesn't hit that hard, but he hits a lot harder than Volk. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. And maybe, maybe they'll reward Leon for being a badass and accepting those three fights by Hey, let's give you a let's give you a title defense where you're the heavy favorite against Paul Muhammad. I'm shocked Dana actually like said that. Dog walk Paul. Yeah, it's, it's pretty badass that he told everybody that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, isn't Bilal? Yeah, let me look. Yeah, Bilal's 35. He's 35. Damn. You'll never. Damn. Be- <laughs> never be- He's got. I mean, you gotta give him the next one. You gotta like Dana. Bad at this point. No, I don't think he looks bad. I think it's hilarious because then yeah, you're right. Dana's fucking. Cut Josh, does he deserve shit. it though? Yes, he does. I think he. Does. I don't. I think he deserves a shot, but I don't think he deserves it over Shavkat. And I'll say that because he what? What does he get? Let me look. Bilal has one finish in his last. I'm looking right now, since 2019. His last finish before Sean Brady was. To, I'll give you a hint. You won't know him. It's Takashi Sato um, was Bilal's last finish before that in 2019, four years ago. He couldn't finish. Gilbert had one arm. He fought a one-armed Gilbert for five rounds. Five rounds, and he couldn't finish a one-armed. He didn't even knock him down. He he took down and grinded his junk against Stephen Thompson's for fucking 15 minutes with seven takedowns and couldn't finish him. Look what Shavkat did to him with one takedown. I don't like that. That's all you need to know. That's a dumb example. Josh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> on the ground. Come on. Um, but yeah, so I'd rather. So yeah, let Bilal go get knocked out. I want to see it. The world wants to see it. The world deserves to see it, and the world also yes. deserves to see him get the boot out of this organization. Because I and then get, throw Shopcott in there. 
um, if yeah. we want. He's going to work old. He's another person that could be on the Mount Rushmore time he's done. Bilal? No, Shavkat. Oh. Okay. I didn't hear the Shavkat part. Okay. Shavkat's ready. He's the most <clears throat> perfect fighter in that division. Mm-hmm. Get him up there. The, okay. I did see a rumor. His, I think it was Reuben Carter tweeted it. I will read it. Reuben Carter. God, you see Shavkat shooting shit from like a thousand yards with Dude, like just a crazy rifle. Like he's a terrifying human Shavkat being. Shavkat is <laughs> the man in Kazakhstan. Like apparently he's just the man. <laughs> okay, we have no he's idea. A weapon expert and just an actual just terrifying human being. Just a killer. Just a killer. <laughs> we have no idea if this is true. I don't know how reliable this guy is. But in the works, apparently, for UFC 302 is Shavkat Kamaru Usman. No. <laughs> Kamaru's been growing on me since he's, like, lost his title reign, man. And I don't want to see that. God, his fucking cringe. God, I hated Kamaru. <laughs> going to destroy Kamaru. No. He's too much for we don't him know. Right we don't know if it's true. We don't know if it's true, but <coughs> we're gonna see Kamaru get like actually just beat up and finished. Yeah. Like honestly, at this point in Kamaru's career, like Leon is a worse wrestler than like Shavkat, <laughs> and he's probably a worse striker as well. Like, I don't know if okay, I don't Leon is I don't know if I go that Leon's an elite striker. Shavkat's yeah, got way Shavkat's more power. Also an elite Shavkat's got way more intention on those strikes, but I don't know. Just Shavkat basically had fun with the Jeff Neal fight and said, I'm just going to beat you at your own game. And I, I seriously, I don't think Kamaru should come back down to 170. I think he should stay at 185. I agree. I think there's a lot of winnable matchups in that one. Let me look. Let's look at the 185 because I keep forgetting. Oh, why don't we throw Kamaru Usman in there with Paulo Costa? Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Love it. Let's do it. That would be a funny press conference as well. That would be a very funny press conference. Um, But, yeah. Last thing on UFC news. I sent you guys the video. The WWE-UFC relationship. Michael Chandler cutting a promo on Monday Night Raw was a little bit. No, did you see that? No, I didn't. I sent uh, it in. I, I, I sent it in MMA junkies. back in the octagon. <laughs> I sent it oh, in no, MMA. No, I did. I did. I did. I... And then if you, I follow. Well, I follow Michael Chandler. I don't know if you did. Apparently, he did that, and then he just ripped his shirt off and started flexing the crowd. <laughs> Dude, he is a fucking like. He's, he's a genetic freak. Right. He, I, I don't even know what to say, but that's just the best way to put it. Let yeah. He's, he's, where is the picture? I'm pretty sure I watched this like YouTube video of him like talking with like a YouTuber, and he wrestled like 120 like six in college. Like he just was like dining and stuff, and he started eating and just turned into a muscle freak. <laughs> that's that's sick. Here, I just sent yeah. you guys his Instagram post on MMA Junkie is where he. It's just he look. It was an actually an electric call out. I will say it. Dude, no, that is like no other. Especially on WWE, like imagine so many people saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just I don't know. Yeah, that I feel bad for the guy if he ends up not getting this fight. 
I'm gonna feel so bad for him because he waited so long. Yeah, I honest, I bet him and Dana have like. Dana's like, if this doesn't happen, I'm gonna give you. He's the kind of guy that Dana loves. Like Michael, yeah. like he's. Oh my God, is he? Ele- he's just electric. Also, his wife is a doctor. She's yeah. like a peds physician, <laughs> so they're doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Let- <laughs> They have like a like ten kids, don't they? They have like two I mean, or three. I think they may have a couple. Yeah, oh, they have two or three adopted no, I thought kids. they adopted a ton. They 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 are all adopted. All right. Man, he's just a great guy too. He is. He's just a great dude. <laughs> the leading comment. Man. The leading comment is bro about to fight the Rock before he fights Connor. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably fucking true. Honestly. <laughs> Uh, I don't well, know. Should we talk about the next card or yeah, what? Yeah, let's do it. Man, people are really hating on him in those comments. Why? What? It's electric. I didn't, I didn't look past the second one. That Josh, that's what all the comment I know. pages are, though. Yeah, com- comment people are such haters. It, it is. It's crazy. Yeah, be a, was, yeah. Don't comment. Um, don't don't if you don't comment your hate. Be a man and DM it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um but shout out Mark Goddard. <laughs> Come on our podcast, please. <laughs> please. Oh, well, if you want to ask him, it's going to have to be one of you two because I lost contact. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about UFC Mexico City this Saturday. Let's go, dude. Pre- looking at the prelims. So this is a banger, actually. It, it really is. Oh, Felipe Dos Santos. FDS is back. Cool. Shut up. Yeah, he's I the know, second, he's fight, second fight of the night. Where? Oh, let's go. Maha- that dude is good as fuck. He's going to be ranked. <laughs> I'm tuning into that. I'm watching that. Muhammad Naimov is le- I actually don't work this weekend, dude. Oh, my God. Muhammad Naimov is leading. Is the first fight of the card, and he's actually very good. Muhammad Naimov is. Um, if you want to watch the most electric fighter that never wins, Edgar Chires is up there. He is fighting Daniel Lacerda. Edgar Chires is, let me look, let me look. I saw a cool stat on this. Yep. He is 0-2-1 in the UFC. But every fight, he almost he almost knocks a guy out in the first round, basically, and then he gets knocked out. It's pretty fun. Just gases or what? I don't. Know. It just happens every time. Um, he did fight uh Tatsuru Tyra. Okay. Well, he wasn't gonna win that. Oh no, I wasn't thinking of. I'm I'm not thinking of. I'm thinking of the other this guy. Is Aguilar. Yeah, I'm not thinking of Edgar Tyra. I'm thinking of the guy who's fighting Daniel Lacerda. Daniel is okay. Daniel Lacerda in the UFC. Sense. Daniel Lacerda in the UFC is 0-4-1. Um, so, <laughs> so you know that if he has not won a fight in five fights, that he puts on. You know bangers. it's still exciting. Yeah, <laughs> if he's still in the fucking UFC. That CJ Vergara fight, I will never forget. That is the, like, if you haven't seen that, seriously, it's like the it's the the first round is one of the funnest rounds I've ever seen. Like you need to look that up, Daniel Lacerda, CJ Vergara, um, Mateos Mendoza. I know him, I know him as an exciting fighter as well. If you if you have, got, 
forbidden by Tatsuro Tyra. Oh, yeah. Rayoni by Celos is the one that got knocked up by Umar. Let me look now. Let me bring up the fight odds for this weekend. Boys, I'm gonna go. Oh, Josh, we didn't even we didn't even talk about this. Did we? I ace the pickums. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Noah went five I for five on them. Noah went five for five on pickum. Cole and I both oh, went. Oh yeah. Cole and I both went three for five. So Cole is at 41 for 67. I'm at 37 for 67. Noah's at 36 for 67. Don't tell me Noah's still in last. He is. <laughs> I'm going five hey. for five again, baby. And then let's go to – might as well go to fantasy. So no. I had two knockouts by Zhang Min Yang and Danny Barlow, and I had two losses by Mackenzie Dern and Junior Taffa. So I gained two points. I'm at five. Noah had Marab. And Ilya, so he added three points. He's at two, and Cole had negative again. Cole had Volk. He lost one, so Cole's at negative one. Fuck. Five two to ne- <laughs> five two negative one. Yep. Um, I'm really gonna go zero and fucking three in fantasy, bro. That's tough to do. Cool. I'm still trying to figure out, looking at your team, where this Gabriel Santos guy is fighting. I haven't been able to figure it out. I wonder what oh, is what I'm looking at. Or what, <laughs> you had to have like, been a, it had to have been a typo. A typo. Yeah, I'm putting this on you. A typo. Why? How would I? Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm not letting you put this on me. A typo usually doesn't involve a full name. That's like a. Yeah, mis- you you definitely just misheard me. I misheard you. <laughs> yeah. Let me. Oh my gosh! Is let there me, another San, Santos or something? Let me look. I'm gonna find that guy. Who's the guy? I need to find the. Link or whatever of the guy that tweets all the fights, and I'll see where Gabriel Santos is. Because we need, to, we really need to figure that out. Watch how there it is. I mean, will it really matter when it comes down? To considering I mean, I'm if, at negative one I mean, and Noah's at three. If it ends up mattering, like we're gonna want to know. Is the well, thing. I mean, yeah, true. Gabriel Santos. I'm looking. I'm looking. Maybe he pulled out of his fight. Who knows? And we didn't know that because nobody knows who Gabriel Santos is. I'm going to win this fantasy. I'm coming for Josh's back. <laughs> Gabriel Santos, featherweight. Josh, I still got six left, brother. Yeah, you do. Are you getting scared over there? Not at all because I'm, I'm confident. Let me look. So wait, what are you at total two as well? Um, I am, No, I'm at five. Uh, yeah, I still feel pretty good. Yeah, bro, this guy doesn't even have a fucking fight. <laughs> oh, Cole, that's what... Okay. He was supposed to fight on January 13th. Oh, shit. So that was... He fought on a past card. He fought on the Ankali of Walker one. So he fought already? Fought Weston Wilson. Is what it says. Okay, Cole. This is what happened. On October 10th, 2023, Gabriel Santos got announced that he would fight Weston Wilson on January 13th. He pulled out and Gene Silva took his spot. And Gene Silva knocked him out. So, Cole, you have two more points. 
Yeah, give me that villain, baby. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> Typo my That's ass. That's Weston Wilson's weakling little ass. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you definitely didn't know who it was. You just saw him fighting Weston Wilson. Was like, oh, yeah. I was like, for sure. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. That now that we're now that we figured that out. So. Yeah, like I said, I am at five points, and I have Carlos Uberg and Alex Perez left. Noah is at two points, and he has Brandon Moreno, Gallardo Rodriguez, Gilbert Burns, Marcin Procneo, Ty Tuivasa, and Ludovic Klein left. Damn, I'm feeling bro. good. I'm feeling good. That's I, enough to be negative. And Cole has one point with... <laughs> you fucking... Fuck you. <laughs> And, and Cole has one point with Matoj Gamrot and Brian Ortega left. So Cole's going to be back oh, to zero. Fuck, I don't like. I still can't oh. believe you took Brian Ortega in that fight, man. I just. It's, that was my underdog pick. And then he ended up not being the underdog, crazy. which is crazy to me. Crazy. No, I think Ludovic Klein, I'm pretty sure he just pulled out. Jesus, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> What's going oh, on? Oh no! Okay. There's a beneath me. There's a dude living beneath me. So. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh. So Ludovic, Ludovic didn't pull out. He was supposed to fight Joel Alvarez, and Joel Alvarez pulled out. So Ludovic's getting a late replacement for next weekend. But all right, this week weekend, let's get to the main card now. First fight of the main card, Chris Duncan, Manuel Torres. Chris Duncan's the wrestler, isn't he? Oh, he's the Scottish man. Is he the wrestler, or am I thinking of someone else? I might be thinking of Manuel Torres. Is this guy? Was he the one that had that crazy elbow knockout over Nick Mata? We're, we're in Mexico, dude. I'm going to basically rock you Yes, Josh, you are right. Have you guys seen that? You guys know that knockout I'm talking yeah. about? That, yeah. oh my God, that was elbow is disgusting. I'm taking Torres. And Chris Duncan is a wrestler. I'm also taking Torres. <laughs> cool. I'll take Torres as well. Dude, that, I don't know, man. Chris Duncan's good. All right, guys, I'm going to be honest. I've never heard of either of these women in this next fight. I was thinking that. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> Yasmin Yargui, Yargui against Sam Hughes. I'll take Yasmin Yargui. Give me Yasmin. She, yeah, oh, we know who Yasmin is. She's on a, she's on a seven, oh, wait, never mind. We know Yasmin. When we watched International Fight Week together last summer, Yasmin was like the minus 600 favorite who got knocked out instantly by Denise oh. Gomes. And by like, Denise Gomez with the yeah. neck tat. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's Yasmin. Right. That's Yasmin. Still giving Yasmin. It's in Mexico. New Mexican uh, power. Who is Sam Hughes? I don't know who that person is. That she, she's eight and five. Oh, Sam Sam Page Hughes. <laughs> Sam Sam Page. I don't like that. Me neither. Give me Yasmin. I'm taking Yasmin as well. Raul is back. Yeah, Noah's least do favorite do fighter. Do I do I go against him again? This fucking douche. Just <laughs> kidding. Raul, you're cool. Yeah, I'm taking uh, Raul. I just go against you every time. I'm taking Raul. I think Raul is good, man, and he looked good in his last fight. 
He, he has no teeth, okay? He knocked that man <laughs> out. It makes me stressed out and feel weird. Yeah, look, I'm taking Ro Raul Hosa. It's got to be an advantage, right? All right. Who <laughs> I almost just said something bad. Almost won. They almost won, and that was not good. Um, Raul Rosas as well. Who are you picking, Noah? Yeah, give me, give me. Before we continue, I said, did you guys see his clip at the press conference, Rosas, or his like media day? No, I didn't watch that one. You said I watched that you one. Click on it quick. Watch it. I want it. some it, like the the comment is some big talk by Raul Rosas entering the event. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Get souvenirs. God. After that, I take it back. I'm not going. To... No. He's going, Ricky. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. When I tell person. you, I, I just really just said, "Fuck it." I laughed so hard when I opened that tweet. I don't think he's ever going to be a champion. <laughs> so are you picking Rosas or Turquoise? Yeah, yeah I'm picking Rosas. Okay. All right, let's go. Rosas. What is it, Zell Huber? Daniel Zell Huber. Yeah, he's a young guy. He's an up-and-comer. Zell Huber is kind of a dog, too. I really like Daniel Zell Huber. I remember I watched his last fight, but Francisco Prado, I believe, is only 21. I want to go with the – I just always want to root for an Argentinian. Argentinian. Yeah, Francisco. Yeah, Fra Francisco Prado is twenty-one years old, and Daniel Zellhuber is twenty-four. I'm Dude, this Prado is sick. Fifty percent knockout, fifty percent submission. Mm -hmm. Dude, just does it all. They're both. I think they're both good. Zellhuber's the favorite. I'm taking Zellhuber because I really, I actually really enjoyed watching Zellhuber fight. But give me Prado. See Noah, I think I'm rolling with you on this. Zellhuber's kind of a big favorite too. He's like minus two fifty. But <clears throat> all right, co main event. Yair Rodriguez, Brian Ortega. The odds have flipped and Brian Ortega is the underdog now, as he should be. I was going to say, there's no way that stays. Because he was kind of getting his ass kicked in the first fight by Yair before he dislocated his shoulder. Anyway, I'm taking Yair. I'm, I don't think Yair is going to knock him out or anything because Ortega doesn't get knocked out, but I think Yair wins. Yeah, I'm going Yair all day, and I think... You think what? hasn't fought in a million years. Yeah. Yair by finishes him. I'm think? taking Yair as well, even though he's... Wait, do I have to take... Brian Ortega, since he's my fighter. You don't have to. But... I want to win my pick'em league. <laughs> okay. All right. Brandon Moreno against. You son of a bitch. You yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> you still got yeah, Cole. What the hell? You still got some 
You still got a good mo- two months to do pick them for to survive. Yeah, nasty. Uh, okay, Brandon Moreno against Brandon Royval was originally Moreno Elbazi Elbazi pulled out. So now we get Moreno Royval two. Yeah, give me a Moreno all day. You cut out there, Noah. Give me Moreno all day. Yeah, you won't catch me betting against Moreno. Mm-hmm. I knew, I knew, I knew you got, neither of you guys would bet against him. When you think about nice, but he is nice. We talk about all the wars Moreno's been in. That last one might have been a little different, man. <laughs> against Pantoja, when does that start to wear on a guy? <laughs> Never. Never. I think Figgy hits harder than Spirit. Figgy. I think Figgy hits harder than Pantoja. He does, but Jesus, like that and was a Moreno got that was a he, war. He, Moreno's been getting cracked since he's. I think he started fighting when he was seventeen. He said, "I think he's just born to get hit." Just born to get hit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I mean, if his skin hasn't withered yet, I'm fuck. I think it's just. I don't yeah. think Roy Val's gonna crack it. No, I don't I think, think so either. Moreno's got terrific grappling, even though very, very good. I'm, I think Moreno's. I'm taking Brandon Moreno. I'm taking Brandon Moreno as well. Um, so we all totally agreed on every fight except Zell Huber. No, oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say besides Zell Huber. Damn. So me and Cole agreed on everything. Yeah, you did. God damn let's it. go five, baby. Let's I'll look. I'll pass up Josh. I won't pass up you. We'd actually you be tied. Josh. We'd be tied. Um, but let's do our pick 'em, which we hit last week. We had two wins and a push, so we came up. We did. I actually came up last week. So let us look at our. I really think about that. That's kind of like a safeish, more of a safeish bet, doing like a rival. Yeah, yeah. Take down to beat like that obviously doesn't help us a ton, but hmm. Mm, I gotta do some a little bit of research here, yeah. boys. Do you think Moreno and Royval ends in ends in a what? Finish. The first one did between them. They both average under. I guess I can't. I can't do average, but based mm. on how their recent fights are. But part of me wants to go over on strikes because I think Royval has gotten a better, and I think Moreno's just a far better striker. Um, let me keep looking at this. I'll tell you what, dude. I'm kind of loving the only... Jair strikes. That was just looking at that one, too. Dude, I'm, I'm loving, loving the Brandon Moreno under 18-minute fight. The only time he's gone over 18 minutes is against Figgy in his whole career. I like that, too, and I also think he's finished. Hmm. Uh, 
All right, I am going to take. You guys always, every week, you two split do the main and co-main every week. <laughs> I'm taking Manuel Torres's over significant strikes. I need to stay on this heater I've been on. So that's what I'm going with. It's just fun to go on the main. <laughs> it is so much fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> Bro, that's a banger. Yeah, you're Moreno and Torres. Free money. Let's, let me look at uh, Manuel Torres. I just want to double check because he's a finisher. He's a big time finisher. Dude, I like the Moreno lower fight time. It's Brandon Moreno. He's game bred, dude. He's gonna get in there. He's gonna put it on. So we're you're taking. Moreno is no Royval. So what? I mean, uh, sorry. Um, Pantoja is no Royval. So I think he's gonna put it on him. So okay, which ones are we doing? Brandon Moreno under fight time. Okay. Yair over six strikes. I think no yep. effect. And then Torres over six strikes. Torres, I'm kind of having second thoughts now about Torres. Because <laughs> I just Josh, uh, I almost just locked it. I know because I, I just I, I just read that it. I'm reading Torres is only averaging like 19 or 20, 19 20 six strikes a fight because he finishes people in the first round every time. Nah, lock it in. I like it. Chris Duncan has Chris Dunk. He's been knocked out once by Borshev. Oh, he got knocked out by Borshev in the second round. All right. Yep, yeah, I'm locking it in. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Lock it in. Big time. There it is. Episode Let's go. number 50 next week. Who is the fight card next week, guys? Do we know? Oh, we're going to oh. get Echo. Okay, I'll try to hold it. <laughs> next weekend, we get R- Rosenstrike and Shamil Gaziev main event. <laughs> What the no. hell was that main event? But we also, listen to this, that? though. Listen to the undercard. Vitor Petrino is fighting Tyson Pedro. Alex Perez is fighting Mohamed Makayev. Umar Nurmagomedov. Steve Ursig. Eric Ooh. Anders. CL Christian Leroy Duncan. Like, How is Jarzinho the main? <laughs> yeah. Like, the main card. The card is good. It just has a yeah. shit main event again. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's what we got next week. So yeah, there's 50 episodes of the podcast. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in. And we will be back next week. Peace. Peace.